off to play Tampa Bay are the Brewers in the worst stadium in Major League Baseball. True or false? <laughs> um, I've always kind of said it's like playing at Costco a little bit. You know, you just kind of <laughs> walk around. And you get your. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. 712 on Wisconsin's Morning News. 2,050 shoes, that's 1,025 pairs, all donated by Packers running back Aaron Jones. Many of them will be on the feet of some young athletes in our area soon as Jones offered 85 pairs to students at Milwaukee's Autobahn Middle School and High School in Milwaukee. WTMJ's Tony Cartagena caught up with number 33. Treating people how you want to be treated. A simple hello. Um, you never know what people are going through, so you're just taking their time and, you know, being a light in somebody's life can, can change change a lot for people. Um, and that's, that's all I look to be is just a, a spark or a light. For people, a resource, and um, I just believe that's what God's put me here, here to do, and uh, continue to use my platform to do so. Green Bay Packers running back Aaron Jones is making an impact this offseason, distributing a total of 1,025 shoes to students throughout the state of Wisconsin. I'm going on the field, and I'm telling you guys, from day one when we run this campaign, hey, I'm not just playing for myself, I'm playing for the community as well. It's part of his Shoes for Yards campaign where he donates a pair of sneakers for every rushing yard he earned on the field last season. You get to see some of the people that you're affecting and meet them, and you get to see the smiles that you put on their faces. It's just big, and it doesn't matter if the effect is big or small. Uh, you know, I just ma- I made an impact, and that's all I can, that's all I can do. So um, I'm going to continue to do that, continue to strive for greatness and make an impact in these great communities. Talking to students at Audubon Middle and High School, he called it leveling the playing field ensuring that all kids have equal access to athletic equipment and education. Now it's so common that athletes have have to go to JUCO or they have to go NAI or schools, uh, smaller schools when they they've had these D1 offers, but they they're not they're not qualifying or they're not qualifiers. I just feel like athletes sometimes they when they get up here in front of kids and stuff, they when they talk, they they don't necessarily talk about school. But that's where um, it starts. Maybe it's not something that we want to learn or what's being taught they we will use in the outside life but if this is what you got to do to make it to the next level or get to where you want to do you got to realize that and lock in so i I just want to advocate to them hey school is very important like you (laughs) to get to where you want to go you got to go to school so making a difference and having an impact is something that jones sees as a responsibility a lot of people can get in positions and not use their platform and uh so i just want to use my platform and be a resource into be a resource in the community for these kids um and even the playing field for them you know whatever it may be um be there but be a resource for them the a and a all the way foundation it's always a family affair my mom is very hands-on <laughs> with, with the charity uh you know, and she's always been very hands-on in, in, in my life, whether it's uh, school, sports, and now now this is uh, giving back in the community. And uh, I, I think one of the reasons she's so involved is because it's one of her passions and joys as well, giving back. And that's kind of how we, uh, me and my brother and the rest of my, our family got started to giving back was my parents. So uh, it's the foundation that brought us up, and I found that that's my pride and joy. 
Tony Cartagena, WTMJ News. And just another reason to hope Aaron Jones gets the ball an awful lot this season in Green Bay. Sports is coming up next. It's sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive, it's worth the trip. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Behind five scoreless innings from starter Matthew Libertor, the St. Louis Cardinals take the game and the series from Milwaukee. This one by a final score of 3-0. to zero. The Brewers had a runner in scoring position in six of the final eight innings, but went four for 19 with men on and 0 for 8 with runners in scoring position. Yeah, we just we just didn't get the hit with one man on base. You know, kind of had some traffic, a lot of innings, or a runner on, and a lot of innings, and the hit with the runner on base or the, the extra base hit with the runner on base never happened. On the other side of things for the Brewers, Corbin Burns did get the start, and he looked pretty good going six innings, allowing only three earned runs while striking out seven batters. With the loss, the Brewers fall to 24 and 19 on the season, and will begin a three-game series Friday in Tampa Bay. Over to the NFL, where the youth movement in Green Bay is currently underway. Could that mean the end for the 16-year veteran in Mason Crosby? Special teams coordinator Rich Basaccia isn't willing to write that chapter off just yet. We're still in conversation. I don't. I think Brian's spoken that the, the door's not closed, and, and uh, he's not on anybody's team yet. I still think there's play in Mason, and we'll see what the future holds. But it, um, I know he's excited for um, what's next for him in my conversations with him, and, and um, I'm just fortunate to have a chance to be with him. The Green Bay Packers are scheduled to begin their first block of organized team activities next Monday, May 22nd. And lastly, the Milwaukee Admirals take a two-games-to-one series lead in their best-of-five against Texas thanks to some late-game heroics from Isaac Ratcliffe. Mankowski will play it near trapezoid line. Evangelista, Shea defending. Evangelista trying to slip away. He'll play it off the wall, left point. Delgazo shot to the net. Tip scored! Isaac Ratcliffe! Isaac Ratcliffe scores with 61 seconds to go! Isaac Ratcliffe with 101 remaining in the third period tips that five hole and the Admirals have taken a 4-3 lead. That call courtesy of AHL-TV as Ratcliffe sends the puck home and the Admirals snag the series lead. Milwaukee can now clinch the Central Division Final on Friday night. Coming up 60 minutes at the Y this weekend for free just might save your life. That story next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Leading cause of death for children one to four years old in America. I'll give you a minute. It might surprise you. Now, you already, I already asked you, so you can't play. Okay. But you were surprised when I told I you, was. right? I was. It's drowning. Leading cause of death, kids one to four. And drowning is largely preventable if we're doing the right things. So that stat definitely surprised me. Another statistic. American Red Cross says more than half of American adults can't swim. Or at least can't swim well enough to save themselves in a potentially life-threatening situation in the water. YMCA of Greater Waukesha County, they've got an event coming up this weekend. It's free. It's open to anyone. You don't have to be a Y member. Anybody who wants to learn how to have a fighting chance in the water. I talked with Sam Seidel from the Y. It's a really serious issue, especially for children. It's a leading cause of death in children, especially one to four, but even amongst older adolescents. And, you know, as we were just talking, it is preventable. So, you know, that's why it is uh, a sad statistic, because through proper adult supervision and just some basic life-saving skills, we can prevent a large number of these drownings that we see happen every year. We're talking with Sam Seidel of the YMCA. So 
your class that you're offering, and we'll give particulars in a moment, but your class that you're offering is about an hour. What can you teach somebody in an hour that might save their life? Absolutely. So at our Safety Around Water Community Day, we'll teach kids how to properly wear a life jacket so it fits them properly, they don't slip out, how to identify if it's U.S. Coast Guard approved. We'll also teach a bit about floating, so learning how to roll onto your back in case you are getting uh, tired in the water or you're struggling. But then, too, you know, if, if you're at a pool and one of your friends is struggling, we want to teach the kids that you shouldn't go in because now we could have two people in danger. First reaction, right? Jump in and save somebody. Exactly. It's common, even for adults. Um, so we're going to teach them that they can reach objects or find something to throw to their friend if there is someone struggling in water that they can help. How important, Sam, is access to swimming lessons? I mean, this is an hour class. Maybe it can save your life. But long term, teaching somebody to swim is really important. So because I come from an aquatics background, I do believe that everyone should know how to swim, whether you're regularly in a boat, by the water, or not, just because you never know. It is extremely important for everyone to know how to swim and at least be comfortable around water so that you can save yourself or save someone else. And that was the big reason that the Greater Waukesha County YMCA wanted to offer this program is to reach out to people who are not our members because once again this this uh, event is open to everyone in our community and so the people that don't typically have access to the pools and the water we want them to come and, and, and learn some things on Saturday. Everybody can learn to swim, right? Absolutely. It doesn't matter how old you are. Six months, 60 years, we can teach you. You may not be in the Olympics, but we'll get you what you need. Absolutely. Perfect. You know, one thing we also see is parents who need to be knowledgeable about their kid's ability to swim and to be in the water. I know there's an awareness factor there, too. I think it's easy to take the water for granted, and it does have its inherent risks and dangers. And understanding that adult supervision is the biggest thing we can do to protect our children in and around the water will go a long way. Doesn't take long, right? No, not at all. You can turn your head for just a couple seconds and someone can be under. So tell me specifically about how folks who want to access this program this week and how they can sign up. Absolutely. Visit our website, gwcymca.org, and you can find the link to register. We are encouraging pre-registration, but if your plans change and suddenly you're available to come later on Saturday, we will take walk-ins as well. And you mentioned that you don't have to be a member of the Y. That's part of your outreach and your mission here. Correct. That's what the YMCA is here in our communities for, to definitely provide services and programs to our members, but also to access our non-members and allow everyone to t uh, benefit our facilities. That's Sam Seidel from the Y. The 60-minute classes on Saturday are at YMCA locations in Wauwatosa, Greenfield, Menominee Falls, McGuanago, and Waukesha. They'd like you to register ahead of time if possible, and you do that by visiting GWC, like Greater Waukesha County, GWCYMCA.org for the particulars and registration. At 7.43 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Yeah, we had to learn how to swim when I was a kid. Got a couple of more questions about the free event going on at the YMCA of Greater Waukesha County. And that's actually several locations, even a couple in Milwaukee County, including Greenfield and Wauwatosa. They've got this life-saving 60-minute safety around water classes that will be offered at both 1 o'clock and then again at 2.15 at several locations on Saturday. You don't have to be a member of the Y to come. You don't have to live in Waukesha County. And it's one of these things where they're just going to give you a few of those tips that just might save a life, save a child or yourself, even as adults, from drowning because we're talking... Red Cross estimates fewer than half of American adults know how to swim. That's amazing to me. Even just being comfortable about, around water right. is smart to And learn. then knowing that, then sometimes we make bad decisions about that as well. Like if you're not, yeah. not, not even just a strong swimmer, like if you don't know how to swim, 
Lake Michigan, not a good idea, right? right? Even on those hot days. So uh, this is out there for you. And again, you can uh, sign up. It's GWCY, sorry, GWCYMCA.org. So Greater Waukesha County, YMCA.org to sign up. 744, Matt Arnold from the Milwaukee Brewers joins us next in Brewers 360. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Matthew Libator tossed five shutout innings in his season debut, and the St. Louis Cardinals take down the Brewers by a final score of 3-0 to zero to secure the rubber match on Wednesday night. With the loss, the Brewers fall to 24-19 on the season, and they will begin a three-game series Friday down in Tampa. 360 is sponsored by Outdoor Living Unlimited. He gets on base a lot, Rocco. Do I care if it's a walk or a hit? Pete? You do not. I do not. Brewers Senior Vice President and General Manager Matt Arnold is live with us this he's morning. He's a good hitter. Why doesn't he hit good? <laughs> How's it going, Matt? Hi. Good morning, guys. How are you? Off to play Tampa Bay are the Brewers in the worst stadium in Major League Baseball. True or false? <laughs> Um, I've always kind of said it's like playing at Costco a little bit. You know, you just kind of walk <laughs> around, you get your get your cheese cubes. You might hit a ball in the uh, in the in the rafters there, and it doesn't come down. Uh, it's it's a weird place to play. Um, but I obviously have a lot of good memories being here for for uh, about ten years. But um, it, I wouldn't say it's my favorite ballpark. Uh, let's put it that way. Well, I mean, as we talk about the long-term future of the Brewers here and, of course, American Family Field and trying to get a deal done to to secure the ball club's future here in Milwaukee, Tampa Bay would love to have your problems, wouldn't they? Yeah, no, they, they've certainly wrestled with this ballpark thing for a number of years, and I honestly don't know what it'll end up looking like. Um, they, they, they've always put a good team on the field, um, really good ownership, really good leadership in their front office, and, and obviously Kevin Cash has done an amazing job, so hopefully they find a good home for these guys because they've done a really good job for a long time. Hey, man, I know we're a ways away from, like, trade wins and things like that, but when does your phone start to ring on that? Is it all the time, or does it pick up, like, what, 100 days into the season? When, when does your phone start to buzz? Um, it's, it's all the time. Um, we're, <laughs> we, we, uh, we actually made a small trade yesterday, you know, and, and uh, we traded a minor league reliever to Oakland. Um, you know, and, and just these things pop up. You don't necessarily wake up thinking about them, uh, but a team reaches out. Uh, to, to me or, or one of our guys, uh, we end up having communications and, and sometimes deals come together very quickly. And then other times you have to put a lot of work in and sometimes potentially there are even multiple teams involved. So they, they do take a, lot, a long time in some cases. But uh, like I said, a lot, a lot of times they just come together really quickly like the one did yesterday. Has a GM ever made some offer that you thought was a joke and you laughed and you realized that they were serious? <laughs> oh, no, he's serious. <laughs> there, uh, one time... Um, I was on the phone. I, I was in Cincinnati uh, many years ago, and 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 a uh, um, Terry Ryan actually said something about how he thought the phone broke up. We asked for Joe Mauer or something like that, and he said, "Oh, I thought the phone was was uh, you know the, I, I messed up something on my phone call because you just asked for the wrong player." You know, he was kind of joking, <laughs> but um, you know, it, yeah. I mean, there there are certainly some offensive asks uh, that that can happen, and you just try to be, be as polite as you can just to make sure we want to deal with these guys for a long time. Well, that's funny because not to bring it back to Moneyball, which is those couple of clips that we always play leading into you, but I remember what that scene when he's meeting with the Indians and they kept saying to him, like, I mean, no offense, but someone in your price range, but no offense, no offense. Like, you got to be sort of <laughs> diplomatic, right? 
Absolutely. Yeah. You, you can never, you don't certainly don't want to offend these guys. And, and a lot of them honestly are our friends. You know, you've worked in the, in the industry for long enough where, where you get to know people and you want to absolutely preserve those relationships. So when you got the job, did you get a call from all the other GMs in your position and all, do they all say like, Hey, you know, just check it in. Congratulations. Hey, I might call you on this. Or do, do they all like reintroduce themselves to you? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I got a, a ton of, uh, you know, nice text phone calls, um, over the course of that, that period, uh, which was really nice. Yeah. And, and obviously, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's like, Hey, give me your best player, uh, as a, as a joke. Or, or <laughs> Good lead. Uh, I, I got to kind of read the room a little on those, but, um, no, it was certainly nice to hear from a lot of people around the league. Yeah. How about uh, a little bit of cash and a bag of balls for Yelich? Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the job. <laughs> See yeah, if new guy are, bites on it. Right. Yeah, sure. Brewers Senior Vice President and General Manager Matt Arnold. Hope we can put a few get together against the Rays. Thanks, Matt. Thank you guys very much. Have a good one. Ten minutes before 8 o'clock, Mark Tauscher joins us next. Oh, Thursday trivia. Greg Pancake Hill, producer of the program, giving me the sign. We need a player. Old National Bank talk and text line is 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. 855-616-1620. Caller number five plays trivia with Tausch. That's next. It's the most important pick you'll make all week. Who are you going to pick? This guy? Coming up next, we were right about something, Eric. This guy. Really? Or him. Huh. That's the part that I think should freak everybody out. The choice is yours. It's time for Trivia with Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News is sponsored by your southeastern Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Morning, Tausch. Good morning. Vinny, a tough morning for me. Straight sweep in pickleball. Got completely swept. Sounds a lot like when you and Brust, uh, it sounds like Brusty and you have had uh, a little bit of uh, a battle going on lately, too. Uh, We're on a run. Rust Toronto remains undefeated. Never lost. I think it's ridiculous that you you guys that you guys are partners as the one and two seeds is very college football esque of you. Alabama and Georgia <laughs> right, just and going just and playing Missouri keep State. Keep adding guys, right? Else. Yeah. Well, Nil money pouring in. It's highly lucrative. Let's bring in Kathy here for trivia with Tausch today. She will be our contestant from Oconomowoc. Morning, Kathy. Hi. Good morning. Boy, you sound cheery today. That's awesome. It's going to be a great day. Okay, so. well, like that confidence. Let's see if we can help you. You got to pick me. You got to pick Eric or Mark Tauscher to get Brandon's question right. Or you think he stumps us all. If you choose correctly, you win a major award. Who do you think? Uh, oh, I've been debating on this. I'm I'm going to go with Tausch. Okay, that's never, a good call. I never I, discourage I, that. I've had such a tough morning that I feel... Very motivated. Ripe for victory. Very motivated. Okay. Hang on, Kathy. We'll see what we can do for you. Yeah, I got to pick it up. All right, Brandon, proceed. This one could be a little bit of a layup here for you guys, but we're going to get rolling here. The Milwaukee Bucks are currently interviewing everyone except for us, uh, potentially, for their head coaching vacancy. My question for this week's trivia, who has the most wins in franchise history as the head coach for our Milwaukee Bucks? Okay, I'll just take a shot. George Carl. That, Vince, would no. be incorrect. Okay. Out. Vitrano out. Close. I, I, I'll, <laughs> I'll take a hint. Now I'm going to, since since Vince is out, I got to do this hint. 
Uh, let's see here. This coach started his tenure in Milwaukee the same year Star Wars opened up in cinema. I'm going to say Don Nelson. Nelly. That is correct. Yep. Well done, Tausch. Yeah. Well, I I needed it. You guys felt like I needed it. You knew I needed it. Don Nelson, maybe one of the most underrated coaches. You look at all that he was able to do, and then he. I also remember big farm aid guy. He was a big supporter of dairy farmers hmm. back in the day too. He's the second all-time like uh, regular season wins of any coach in NBA history. Wow, I wouldn't have guessed that. Nelly? One, yeah, 1,300. second most? Second most regular season wins of any coach in NBA history. 1,335. Not far behind Greg Popovich. Kathy, how do you like Is them built? apples? I, I just love it. It's awesome. You, you remember old Nelly from back in the day, right? Coaching our Milwaukee Bucks? I, I do. Um, but, but, not, but just barely, I think. What well, doesn't matter? You get you, you get oh, the win you. today. Uh, what what caused yeah. you to go with Tausch? Were you were you feeling? Was it a sympathy pick because he had a rough morning in the pickleball court? You thought he was due for a win? What? I, I thought he was due for a win. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we could Boy, deliver what, for what you. He, what does that say for Vince? Then I don't think Vince. Have you got a win in the calendar year yet? Is my question. Like I won last week. No, we tied. We right? tied. Right. It was Star a Wars one. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was fair. Tie. Technically, I think I won that one. Technically, it was Eric. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think Bill Stead got that one. He's got the goldfish. He's carrying that goldfish around. I think right. that means he won. Yeah. Ooh, that gives me an idea. Show mascot. Absolutely. Uh, Uh-oh. Something more obscure than a goldfish? That but we but to as easy around. to care for. A bearded dragon. Ooh. What's that, like a lizard or something? Yeah. We can handle like a, a lizard. Cactus. A cactus. Yes. Like a raccoon or something. A cactus would be way easier to take care cage, of. Right? Something we don't have to water and we don't have to yeah. really take care of. Something that's easy. Oh, I could get behind a cactus. Wisconsin's or one of those cacti. Uh, yeah. What are those trees? The bonsai trees. Although that seems oh, like that's that might high, be a lot of work. that's high maintenance there, Big Tosh. Yeah. That's, yeah. Plus, too much learning associated with that, right? You got to really learn things and do introspection and all that. Unless we get a plastic one. <laughs> okay, that's out. It has to actually be alive. Oh, 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 a living thing. Okay. All right, way to deliver for Kathy this morning, Tausch. We'll talk again I tomorrow. I needed it. Appreciate it, guys. Good win.